This is a family second program. Uh huh. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome when we live in our dreams. Everything is better when we stay together. That's right. Everything is awesome. And everything is cool when you're part of the team. That's right. Togetherness is what we're talking about. That everything is great when we do it together. And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going way to the beginning. So I want you to go with me there to the book of Genesis if you have your Bibles. And welcome to the Family Second Podcast for the fifth time. That's right, the fifth time. When we get things started, we're going forever. That's right. And we want to welcome everybody that's listening and everybody that uh, takes time to listen through the week, every week, to the po- Family Second Podcast. We want to just thank you, my wife and I, and, and my children. Thank you very much. We want to encourage to strengthen families. So that's why we're here. Thank you very much, Everett, for leading us in to this Family Second program. We're going to have a great time today. Again, we're going to the beginning of time. That's right. When God created the heavens and the earth, I'm here to equip you. I'm here to give you an encounter with the Holy Spirit, and I'm here to help you activate what you learn and help your family grow. But you have to have unity. That's where we're going today. We're going to unify. Fly and unify. That's right. We're going to fly because we're going to unify. So let's do that today right now. So go to the book of Genesis with me if you can. And we got to you know, know where this thing starts. It started in the beginning, that's right, when God created the earth and everything in it. So we're going to go there. And you know, it's funny how uh, as I read the Bible, I want to read to you um, Genesis uh, 1, 26 through 28. And then I want to uh, go through the creation. I like doing that uh, as a ch- uh, as I was a children's pastor. And, and um, speaking to children, I usually like to give the illustration. And I'll, I'll tell you that in just a second. Okay, but let me read the word real quick. Uh, and it says in Genesis 1, 26 through 28, it says, Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish of the sea, the birds of the, in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. Everybody say it with me. Say male and female. That's right. He created them. Verse 28, then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Well, you know what? That is the beginning uh, of we were created. All right. But you know what? I like to illustrate the beginning of time as God created the heavens and earth as making a brownie Sunday. Yes, I know you out there like your desserts. I'm a sweet tooth myself. I'm a foodie and I like food. All right. So when I illustrate the creation of the earth and the sky and everything in it, I like to illustrate it with a brownie Sunday, And we can see on the first day, what did God create on the first day? He created the heavens and the earth and light. He created the foundation of what we live on right now. So I like to put the foundation of a brownie Sunday as, of course, a brownie. <laughs> I know some of you out there are like drooling in your car maybe when you're listening to this and you're like, oh, um... I'm hungry now. Well, you know what? I like to do that, and you know the kids go crazy. They, they like brownies, too, and stuff. And, uh, well, on the second day, what did God create? 
Where did God create? He created the sky. That's right. The space between waters and uh, the heaven, the waters of heaven and the earth, waters of, uh, of the earth. Okay. Yes, that's what he created. He created the sky. All right. Uh, just like uh, the song says, I see skies of blue, red roses too. I guess I have no idea if it says that. But um, yes, he created the sky on the second day. You know, I like to put the ice cream in there on the brownie. <laughs> okay. Maybe I should stop right now. Yes. The third day, God created the land and the seas. He created uh, the land and the seas. He created vegetation, plants, trees, fruit, and all the seed-bearing trees and seed-bearing fruit. Very great that when you read that, uh, that he uh, created a way for them to reproduce themselves with the seeds. All you have to do is go plant them, and another tree will come up, another uh, fruit-bearing uh, tree will crumb, come up, another vegetation will crumb, come up. Because they are seed bearing, so they're there to reproduce themselves on their own. And the plants are there to reproduce themselves on their own. All right, they don't have a choice, they have to do it. Okay? Because they have seeds in them. Um, and uh, we'll get to those of us that do have a choice in just a second. So on the fourth day, and you know, on the third day, I like to put some stuff in the ice cream sundae, whatever you like to put. I don't know. Uh, but the kids like to see that and everything. The fourth day, um, he created, God created day and night. That's right. And he also created the seasons, which created the years. He also threw up some stars in the sky so we can Google, and not Google, I don't know, ogle, I guess, Adam and everything. Look at him, and which means he, you know, he created basically created our solar system. Okay, he put the big, big star in the sky to rule the day, a little, little light in the night to uh, rule the night, which you know the moon controls the tides. It's the maid that cleans the ocean. Psalm says, "Praise the Lord." All right, and so on the fourth day he created all that day and night, and the years and the seasons and everything in it. And I like to put some more stuff in the Sunday, you know, just anything you like, you know, whatever Sunday you like, you know, some, maybe some fudge on top and things like that. The fifth day, God created the fish and uh, other life, birds in the air, all types of birds, the Bible says he created. Um, and uh, this, these are the ones that he told them to be fruitful and multiply. Okay, they were the first ones, the fish of the sea, the, the birds of the air. He told them to be fruitful and to multiply. And, of course, birds and fish do that. They multiply so we can ha have them for dinner. <laughs> yes, I love fish. It's awesome. All right, so, I, you know, I'm going to put some, uh, uh, maybe, yeah, some, now some hot fudge and stuff on the uh, ice cream for the fifth day. And then the sixth day, God created the animals. And then he created the human beings, which I just read in, in uh, Genesis 1 and 26 through 28. He created the human beings to reign over the animals and the fish and the birds and everything like that. And then I put the cherry on top because we are the cherry on top. That's right. <laughs> we are that cherry on top on a chocolate, on a brownie fudge sundae. That's right. And then it says in the Bible here that he looked at it and it was good. It was good. All right. Look at someone next to you and say it was good. All right. It was good. And when you look at a brownie hot fudge sundae, it usually looks good okay and then with my illustration i like to go into the sin uh, and then i pour oil all over yes used oil all over that awesome chocolate sundae which because of sin it made it all gross and everything but of course god restores and that's my illustration when i you know speak to kids which is also funny sometimes because the kids you know get grossed out and and everything and and no i do not take a bite when i 
put the oil in it, so don't worry about that. So we just went through the beginning of time. And so where did family start? Well, family started in the beginning with male and female. It's the beginning of the family. Now, he created male and female, it says in the Bible, in our image. Okay, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. All right. Now, they are God's image bearers in the earth, the man and the woman, the male and the female, me and you. We are God's image bearers in the earth. Now, from the very beginning, God's heart was to build a dwelling place for himself in the earth. Let me say that again. Now, in the beginning, it was God's heart. It was his heart to, to build a dwelling place in the, for himself in the earth. And it is seen in his creation of man and woman. That's where it's seen. It's seen in his creation. The dwelling place that he wants to be is in man and woman. And together. I want you to th remember that word because that's the key word today. I want you to write it down somewhere, maybe uh, print it out on your computer or write it uh, uh, somewhere on your chalkboards. My, my wife just, uh, if you want to go to Facebook and look at our Facebook page, Davina Shelley, uh, she just did a video yesterday and she talked about the chalkboard she has all over the house. And yes, I mean, I'm sitting here in actually my daughter's room and there's a big old chalkboard in front of me uh, that has uh, the favorite scripture, uh, Philippians 314 on it and, and giving words of encouragement to our daughter. So there's chalkboards everywhere saying things if you please put the word together somewhere in your house all right and make a little uh, mem or mime or my whatever it's called uh, about togetherness all right being together because that's the key word today we're talking about together united as one and together uh, the man and the woman are the foundation of the house of the lord remember that the man and the woman are the foundation of the house of the Lord. Through, now, through the two of them together, everybody say together. That's right. He invent, he intended to live and reveal himself to the world. You know, I've been saying that we should teach our kids to not look like us, but to look like him. Well, guess what? That's why God created us, me and you, the man and woman, the father, the father and the mother, uh, to reveal God in the world. That's why we're here. And how do we reveal God to the world? Well, it's through our children. That's right. It's through our children. It's through the things we do, the people we love on, the people we encourage, the people we strengthen, uh, the people we go out of our way uh, to lift up every day. Uh, he, he wants us to reveal him to a dead and dying world. And you know, there are four things that God intended, that I want to take you through today, that he intended through me and you. If you want to write them down, write them down. If you want to uh, put it in your journal today as uh, you... Um you know, as you meditate and think about the Lord and, and pray and read your Bible, which I hope hope you do, uh, men. Really, I do. I hope you do. If it's at night, if it's in the morning, whenever it is, I challenge you to do that. If you want to write these four things down, I challenge you to do that. Please do it. Now, there's four things, and I'm going to go through them real quick here, that, um, you know, God intended that through the man and woman together, what he wanted to do in the world. Now, I like to rhyme sometimes. All right, rhyme on a dime for shine. I don't know for sure. I'm not fine. Shine. <laughs> All right, but you know, I like to. And here's what I want you to do, men and women. I want you to focus today. If you're listening together as a couple before you go to bed, or before, uh, if you're just listening as an individual man or woman, and you want to share it with your husband or share it with your wife, please do that. Listen together, and I want you to focus on these four things. Now, now, now. Here's a little thing you can remember like, before you get up to speak or before you there's something urgent that you have to do or something that you're scared or nervous about doing 
All you got to say to yourself is focus, focus, don't blow this. Focus, don't blow this. All right, all right. That's why I say that to myself a lot. Focus and don't blow this. All right, because I remember uh, a few times my bosses looked at me when I've had had to do something very big in front of thousands of people, and he says, "Make it happen." And I did that. Those words encouraged me. Make it happen. So I had to say to myself, "Focus, focus." Focus and don't blow this. So so together as a couple, I want you to say it together. And I want you to pray that, that you focus and don't blow this. Because it's something that you can't blow in this world. You can't uh, blow raising um, kids in this world today and not following a Savior and King like Jesus Christ. So the fourth, here's the four things. Write them down if you have a pen and paper. If you're in your car, go back and listen again to these four things. You just skip to this part and just read, just write them down and share them with your family. That this is what God intended for the man and the woman to do together in the world. Number one, you know, God intended that through them, through the man and the woman, to manifest his character and his authority. Because that's God's image right there. That's what he made us in. He made us in his character and his authority. Now, when I say authority, God has given you authority. You know, Jesus even talked about it when he told, when he said that I will build my church upon this rock, which is he's talking about himself. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You know what, people? He has given you the keys already to, to, to life. He's given you the keys to the gates of hell. That you can lock them up and say, nope, not my family, devil. You can't do that. He's already given you authority. Now, here's the thing. You think maybe sin has already entered the world, so you can't do anything like this. Well, he's still intending it today. He still wants you to manifest his character and his authority throughout the world. And that's what we need to do as parents. That's what we need to do as individual, as an individual man, as an individual woman. And we need to further his character and further his authority because we were made in that image. So that's number one, to manifest his character and his authority. Number two, God intended that through the man and woman to express his dominion over the earth. It says it right there. I read to you a while ago, verses 26 through 28 in chapter 1 of Genesis, that he made us to rule over the earth and everything in it. And that's why we have choices. That's why bad things happen. It's not God's fault, but he has given us a choice to do what we do. And you know what? Paul talks about the flesh all the time uh, in the New Testament that he he can never do what he what, what God wants him to do and what he wants to do because of his flesh being so weak. And if your flesh is weak today, men or ladies, guess what you can do? The Bible says that we can give him our heavy burdens and he will give us his light burden today. So if there's a heavy burden that you just, you want to do something for the Lord. You just want to do something for your kids and for your family, but it's so hard because your flesh is so weak. Just give it to him. Give it to him today because he wants to express through us his dominion over the earth. That's number two. Number three, God intended through the man and woman to display his undisputed, dun, 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 that's right, undisputed power over the work of darkness. I like it when the boxers get up in the ring and they say, the undisputed champion of the world. We know what God is, the undisputed maker, creator of this earth and this world, of me and you. And he is undisputed champion. And you know what? Since he's a champion, I'm a champion. I'm made in his image. You are made in his image. And he wants to let you know that he has undisputed power 
over the world, over the work of darkness. So remember that right now. That's the third thing that he intended for us to do together. All right. And number four, here we go. Write it down. God intended through them, through the man and the woman, to subdue his arch enemy, Satan. Through the man and the woman. He knew that he has given us choices. He knew, you know, the choices we might make. Uh, but you know what? He, he gave us the authority to subdue his arch enemy, Satan, if we've made that choice. So remember, one through four, God intended us to manifest his character and authority, to express his dominion over the earth, to display his undisputed power over the work of darkness, and subdue his arch enemy, Satan. Now, only together could they do all four of these. They couldn't do it separately. They they, they couldn't do it uh, with someone over here and, 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 and them over there. They had to do it together, the man and the woman. But he, here's the thing, and I want to share with you today that, you know, the man and the woman is a microcosm of what the church should look like. I'm going to say that again. The, the man and the woman being united as one in marriage, um, you know, I, I, um, being a youth pastor, I taught about, say, I had, you know, you had to as a youth pastor, you had to have a night talking about, you know, why we wait or, you know, about sex. And, and I talked about how uh, do you show a picture of God? Three in one. Can, you, can, can anybody out there explain three in one? It's so hard. It doesn't even make sense sometimes when you even think about it. how do you explain Three and one, and then you think about the, uh, the the about man and woman coming together as one. When when Jesus talked about a man should leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and nobody, when they come together, nobody can separate them. And that's how you can think about three and one. When a man and woman come together, they show the picture of God. That's why it's so important to wait until we get married. To have sex, men and women, to show the picture to the world of who God is when man and woman come together, which you, nothing can separate that. I know I'm getting a little deep there. I'm sorry about that, but you know what? I love it that that God has taught us that through His Word, that only together, only united, that we can do all these things. And the thing is that the church should look like the same thing. And you know what? We read these statistics about half of the marriages, even in church, end in divorce and in separateness. And here's the thing. They can't really be separated because they have already become one. So little pieces of us are gone, are gone forever because we've made that choice to separate ourselves from the one we're supposed to be doing all these things together with. You know, the Bible tells us that, that you know, God wanted the church to look like the man and woman, that the man and woman is a microcosm of the church signaling that God's glory would forever be seen in the earth through the combined expression of male and female. God has promised success through that, through that of us coming together as one and doing things together. And I know some of you are out there today, some of you are out there today and you're on the edge of that separateness. You're on the edge of that. Uh, I just can't do this anymore. I can't, I can't do this. The, the things she says, the things he says, I just, I just can't, you know, I just, I have to leave, uh, you know, uh, the children will be okay, you know, or, or things will be okay. And I want to let you know that, you know, we've been in that situation where things have gotten so crazy, so out of hand 
you know, things in this life, the world has bared its weight on us that we just wanted to give up. We wanted to give up. It, it was either one or the other, you know, saying, looking at each other and saying, it's either this or it's either that. You got to choose. And we've been in that situation. So we know what some of you are going through. We know that God, but, but we also know God has a plan for you. And, and before you become bitter, because that's what a lot of uh, spouses have become. They've become bitter because of the things the man has done or the things the woman has done. They become bitter. And, and instead of becoming bitter, let's become better. And let's, and, and through that, let's make the world better. And that's my, that's my prayer that you, through this, or through the podcast, other podcasts you listen to, or through the word of God that you read, or through the Sunday sermon that you listen to, that you take your husband or wife to, and kids to, I, through these things that you make happen, men, that you will grow in Christ. Because the only way to grow is to be united. The only way, it says in Galatians, the only way to grow is to be united. And if we want our families to grow, not numerically, but spiritually, if we want them to grow, then we have to be united. Church, if you want your church to grow, then you need to be united. So as we get in, go through our encounter today with the Holy Spirit, I'm going to pray for those that are on the edge of separateness. You're on that edge. You've been together maybe for a few days, a few years, or even a long time, and and you're contemplating that divorce. You're contemplating that to, to just end it all, and and that defeat of separateness is creeping in your mind. It's creeping in your heart. And I pray today, right now, in the name of Jesus. That Satan, you have no authority because it says in the word in the beginning that God has brought us together so we can show the world and we can manifest his character and his authority. So I know God has given me authority. God has given every man and woman that follows Christ authority and we can subdue you. We can subdue your plans. We can subdue, subdue your will and the darkness that surrounds all that. And we can say no more because he has given us the keys and those keys are the authority over the gates of hell because the gates of hell will not prevail over my family. They will not prevail over my church. They will not prevail over this house. And so, Lord, we just pray today for every man, for every woman that's listening, every even those that are not listening. Lord, for the divorce rate that, that is so high, even in the church, God, there's something that's not right inside the family. And it's the I think it's the men that need to stand up. Men, just stand up and say no more. No more separateness. If we're going to do this together, I can't do it on my own wife. I can't do it on my own husband. Just say that. I can't. I need to, We need to be united together together so lord i just pray for unity inside the family unity inside the family holy spirit i just pray right now that through this microphone and through the radio through the phone through the computer whatever it is that they receive your holy spirit's power of unity and togetherness today because to, together you have manifested your love and your power you have manifested lord the expression of uh, your dominion over the earth Lord, the display of the undisputed power that you have over hell and the grave, that we can subdue Satan's power today in the name of Jesus. Satan, you have no authority, no authority over my my, my, my little girls, no authority over my little boys. You have no authority over my wife. Wives, if you're praying this, pray, Satan, you have no authority over my husband and his mind. 
Because you know what? The images that he has seen is still up there. The images that, 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 he, that he's seen in his life is up there and it goes through his mind. So women, just pray over your husband's mind right now. Pray over your husband's mind. Those images will flee <laughs> and that, you, that you, he gives God authority over his mind and his heart. So, Lord, I just pray right now, God, that you do something new in each family. Do something new and great in each family. In the name of Jesus. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you so much. We uh, That was awesome. So I hope you write down those four things uh, that um, we just talked about today that God has intended through the man and the woman. Okay. Let's get that straight right now. Man and a woman. Okay. So. Um, just write those things down, put them on your house, put them over your house, talk to your children about them, talk to your wife about them. It's great. Um, I, um, I, we have a Twitter if you want to look at our Twitter, cause I also give out some awesome blogs from other people like, uh, James Dobson and focus on the family or next talk, um, uh, which is a great upcoming ministry. Uh, you should look them up. It's awesome. Um, and I also, I retweet them and there's articles out there that can help your family. And the other day we sit outside with my daughter and I read, I read a blog about asking your children, um, about, what have you have you seen uh, dad do or mom do um, that has really uh, discouraged um, the other spouse, the, the, um, the mom or dad? Um, you ask your kids, is there anything I've done that to hurt your mom in front of you? So I I went ahead and asked my asked her and to see what would happen. And she gave she gave me some great feedback. It was awesome. Um, and so do that. So read blogs to help you. If you need, if you need that read, uh, go online and research family, family, you know, uh, Christian family networks that can help you uh, with that. Uh, I challenge you to do that. Family second is here for you. And we want to do that with you to encourage you, to lift you up, to strengthen you in whatever we can do. Activate. That's right. Here we go. We're going to activate right now. Um, our, what we've learned today. And here's what I want you to do. Fathers and mothers, uh, the leaders of the family, whoever it is, if you're single out there, you're single, single mom or single dad, um, and there's no one else around to help you, uh, uh, or if you're a team together um, like this, I want you to marinate what you've learned. Now, um, if you know what marination means, okay, you know that um, I like to marinate some steak because sometimes I like the taste uh, of, you know, if you put some stuff in it, like, you know, I put some stuff and I marinate it overnight or whatever like that. Some of you like your steak without anything on it, salt and pepper, that's awesome too. But you know what? Uh, what I'm talking about is take what you've learned, write it down, and write in your journal. And just meditate on it. That's what I'm talking about. Just meditate on what you and, and what God intended for your family. And if you want your family to be dynamite, what we've talked about, uh, that you can do those things through Christ. If you just meditate on His Word, meditate on what we talked about. Now I'm talking about meditation to sit there with your legs crossed and your your fingers up at home. Now I'm, I'm not talking about meditation. I'm talking about thinking about the things of the Lord, thinking about what he has for your family, thinking about the future of where you can be next week, where you can be next month, where you can be next year. If you allow Christ into your family, into your home to change what is going on there. 
So that's what I want you to do as you activate this week. Take what you've learned, the four things that I've told you in the beginning of time. You can even illustrate in your devotional time about um, how God created the heavens and earth. You can go through those uh, six days, and then the seventh day he looked at that um, chocolate brownie fudge ice cream and said it is good you can even taste it take a taste and then you can pour oil all over it because sin ruined it all but you know what god gave a way out through his son jesus christ to redeem us if you're out there today and you need uh you need prayer please please let us know write to us at info at familysecond.org we want to believe and pray with you pray for your family if it's struggling if you're going through that separation that separateness and you want God to restore that, we want to pray with you. So please write to us. Please, we want to do. Uh, we want to encourage you and strengthen every part of the family. And we thank you for listening. We thank you for being with us uh, this week. Uh, don't forget, uh, this has been a P-Shells, Diva Divine, Four Shells production. I want to thank my producer. I want to thank uh, my uh, writers. I want to thank uh, those, um, my tech team and everybody around me. Wait, hold on. Oh, it's just it's just me. Okay. All right. Praise the Lord. I'm just I'm dreaming, guys. I'm sorry. I'm dreaming about the future, what God has for us. So, so um, remember, activate that faith. Well, I equipped you, gave you that encounter, and have an encounter every day with Him uh, this week, and then activate every day what you have learned and what God has for you today. So we'll see you later. God bless. Peace. Throwing the deuces. <laughs>